TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Stand by for an urgent bulletin. This is the Bob and Jeff Show, starring Bob Lutz. Hey Bob, how you doing? I do this show. Back in the day. Bitch, uh, don't listen that far out and saw it right on, Bob. Jeff Lutz. I need desperately for you to understand. I hear ya. 97.5 in 1240 KFH. Are you ready? Let's go! Hello, everybody. Welcome. It's a Tuesday edition, the Bob and Jeff Show on KFH Radio. Bob Lutz, Jeff Lutz, Jason Duda, the three-man booth. Unexpectedly on a uh, Tuesday, I just decided earlier that I need to do radio for my therapeutic... Uh, Wait, you weren't going to do radio today? No, it was originally you, too. Wild. Uh, yeah, I, I need I need to do it. That was yesterday. You didn't even know that? Last night. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Hey, can you do it for me tomorrow? I may have heard yeah, uh, can, a whiff of I that. I can do it tomorrow, and I said, if, I know you're busy, so if you need me to do it Wednesday, I can do it Wednesday as well. He wow. said, yeah, I'd do it both days. I don't like people who talk about how busy they are, but I'm busy. And then he said how it's still Friday, and I'm I like, I don't like yeah, that either. I, well, I'm here just about all week, except Thursday I'm going to have a nap. Did you not enjoy me talking about how busy I am just I'm now? I'm not talking about you, but I also I don't, I can't relate to people who talk well, about how busy. you've never been busy. Well, I have a bunch of jobs. I work hard. No, but I've, ne- but I've never been busy. That's pretty much accurate. Well, busy. I've been nonstop active. Does that count? Yeah, that's busy. I think you've been busy, but I've never been like, oh, I'm swamped over here. I've been available. You can, you know what I'm saying. You? I don't pay attention to what he says most times. But so. have you ever been busy? Oh, I've been busy. Really? I think we've all been busy, I've been haven't busy. we? Busy. Was I busy today? Not overly. I mean, I worked this morning, got home, and took it easy for a little bit, and then came over here. So I wouldn't consider that busy, but it's going to work out to a full full day's work. Sure, it is. So, uh, but busy? No, I wouldn't say. I'm kind of with Jeff on this one. I wasn't busy. Well, for those of you who have not heard, uh, the Jackie Robinson statue uh, that belonged to League 42 and was placed. Uh, at McAdams Park, a city park, our baseball complex, uh, to honor Jackie Robinson, went missing late last week. It was found today in a trash uh, receptacle at uh, Garvey Park in South Wichita. Uh, the Whomever had it, whomever placed it there, apparently had set a fire in the receptacle, 
Uh, the statue was dismantled in several pieces. Uh, they obviously were trying to get rid of the evidence and uh, burn it. Uh, but I don't know that bronze can burn necessarily. I don't know what um, bronze does. But that's been discovered. And uh, we had a news conference this morning at Garvey Park, uh, led by Brandon Johnson, city councilman, uh, chief of police, Joe Sullivan. And uh, there you have it. That's the latest. Man, I took it more not as trying to burn or destroy the evidence. I took it as a defiant, just we're the biggest jerks on earth. Here's what Maybe we did to your it. statue. Uh, come find it. I, Maybe that's it. You know, I'm choosing. But I'm also angry, so I don't, I don't know what to feel or say. I'm choosing to, I don't know, have some empathy uh, until I know more. Like if these, if these two clowns get in front of court and they, and they get in the court and they can't form a sentence, and they've dropped out in the eighth grade and they, they've had horrible upbringing, I'm gonna feel some some empathy for them if they're up there and they're boastful and they're uh unrepentant then all bets are off put them away forever as far as i'm concerned i mean no offense to anyone who's who's dropped out in the eighth grade and i'm not uh, had a difficult life but was uh, was that offensive no i'm saying i'm not trying to be offensive but i don't have the same level of sympathy or empathy that you probably would just because this act took planning and thinking and some level it, man can't walk around in a rage i know but i've i've been oh. feeling the s- similar emotions that you have not probably to the degree that you have but you feel pretty much everything and you and then they all cancel each other out and you don't really know how you feel at any given moment it's See, hard i understand what you're saying but i got to disagree with you in some regard bob uh there's right and wrong and it doesn't matter if you've dropped out or you had a rough childhood um you should know the difference between right and wrong and to give give, uh, to give people a second chance i completely understand that but you should know right and wrong this was wrong everybody knew it was wrong completely wrong so and and don't misunderstand me. Oh no, I'm not. I, I I'm not I, like I saying ah. Let's forget about it. Uh, we'll move on. No, these people need to be apprehended. They need to face the harshest penalty that the law allows. Uh, but I want to hear their story. I'm I'm more eager to hear their story, and the reasoning behind it, than I am to hear the verdict. Of what they did. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely makes sense. I can see I can see that side of it. But on the I want them to get in front of a judge or on a witness stand and be asked, why'd you do this? And I want to hear their answer. Well, I, I don't know that that I, will ever happen. Well, I don't know that it'll ever happen either. I, did, I said I wanted that. I know. I'm just saying if that's the hope, first of all, we have to... Uh, plan for the possibility that it won't ever go to trial. That they'll I'm fully aware. And then during a trial, they'll plead not guilty, and it's not like they'll be forefront in admitting what they did or why or how. So I understand you've watched too much Law and Order, uh, but perhaps no, I've not watched that much. I'm just kind of an expert in in, oh, in criminal proceedings. Really, you're an expert. <laughs> sure, why not?
Well, I don't think that's accurate at all. But I, but I feel the same way as you do. I'm not trying to put a damper on or invalidate your emotions. I just, it's hard because we have to prepare for any possibility. Yeah. But so we'll see. I've been uh, front. This has been front and center in my life. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. This was a sixth day. So I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted from everything that's gone into my brain. Uh, all the all the clutter and 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 all the chatter and everybody who has reached out uh to tell me how sorry they are and to offer support and to financially step forward because there will now be an effort to replace the statue and this is my life right now so every time i look at my phone and it's ringing i never know what i'm going to see so right now it's ringing, and it's the New York Times. <laughs> Is that not bizarre? A little bit. I'll never get over that. You want me to take that? That's just bizarre. It is bizarre. It all, it's all crazy. It's all strange. There's, no, there's none of this that really makes any sense. None of it. No, I've been in an alternative universe. Never dealt with anything like this. I've never, I've never seen any, well... I mean, there there are terrible crimes that are committed all the time, uh, but this this particular crime has resonated not only in Wichita but nationally. In a way, who could have predicted that? And that yeah, shows, as I, I think I said this yesterday on the show, uh, the impact of Jackie Robinson. Seventy-seven years after he broke the color barrier in Major League Baseball. Seventy-seven years. I mean, I wasn't even alive then, and I've been alive forever. That's true. Uh, it's just remarkable the impact he still has and, and what he represents. And uh, that's why we named our league after him. No, it, uh, it makes sense. The sy symbolism... I believe is there for everyone, whatever symbol or idea that they want to attach to that statue and its meaning, whether it's uh, baseball related, Jackie Robinson related, race related, uh, you know, kid related. Uh, it's, everyone can make a connection uh, in some way to Jackie Robinson, his story, that statue, uh, League 42. So that's why it's resonated. I got countless people saying, we'll, we want to help. We want to do what we can. We want to take care of this. Um, it's almost overwhelming, and uh, anyway, I don't want to get—I don't want to talk about this for two hours. So, what what do we have on the show today, Jeff? At two twenty-five, what do we have? Deshambi Phillips, the Wichita South girls basketball coach. Yeah, they won a tournament in Topeka. They beat three Topeka teams in Topeka. They beat Topeka West, Topeka Seaman, and then Topeka Washburn. Now, those are nice wins, especially. The Washburn Rural win. Yeah, because they beat Heights. So uh, South showing its uh, muscle. Uh, we'll talk to Deshambe at 225. Vahe Gregorian, columnist for the Kansas City Star, will join us at 245. We'll talk Chiefs. And then uh, one of you has a game for 325. Jeff? It'll be me. Oh, I can't wait to compete. Do you mind that it's uh, sports statue related? I thought... Uh in honor of the fact that we will have a Jackie Robinson statue in Wichita. That's uh, fine. I'm not going to say <laughs> and we'll, we'll deal with it. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I've never been in a more competitive mood. 
Uh, well, I'm not going to let you in, but I will. <laughs> no, nah, you're not going to let me in. Did I say that out loud? No, yes, you did. Oh, my inner monologue sometimes doesn't turn off, and I just say what I'm thinking. You're I not going to let me win? Oh, for sure I will today. I got to. <laughs> you better well, not. Then I don't want to play. Well, considering it's statues, so it's probably got to do with history and all this other no, stuff. No, it's sports statues. Oh, yeah, I'm in trouble. But, hey, we'll, we'll see I put you guys on the most even playing field I possibly could. So well, there you we'll go. see Fair how enough. it goes. Let the games we'll begin. Play. Let, let's go. You want to go right now? The winner wins. Let's go right now. <laughs> I don't want to go right oh, now. Oh, you're not, so you're not that ready. Oh, I'll be ready. You're not that. You're not ready. Oh, I'll be ready. Okay. No That's question fine. about it. Good for you. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you. I'll uh, completely be there, and I'll compete to well, my best at, ability. You will be there. We're in your house, so you're not going to go anywhere. You can't leave. So I can never make it for a full game anymore, and I was watching Houston, Texas last night. Who won that game? Uh, good question. I don't know. <laughs> the last I saw, it was tied late, so I don't remember that I – And I didn't have time to – Look it up today, so don't give me grief. You people. were busy. D shut up. Uh, All right. Well, that's you were busy. I'd, why, what? Houston won it in overtime, 76-72. That's a big win for Houston. To go on the road and beat anybody in the Big 12 is a big accomplishment. Uh, so Houston now kind of flexing its muscle. You think Tonight we have Oklahoma visiting K-State. Uh, and Kansas at home against Oklahoma State. TCU leads the Big 12 right now. I'm sorry, Texas Tech. They are at, on the road at TCU tonight. Uh, Big 12 matchups. Would you say there's any Big 12 team underachieving right now? As, as far as what our expectations were, and is that team Texas? Not saying it is, but I don't know that I can think of possibly another one. Well, Texas... You could uh, you could make a case. Is Kansas underachieving? I don't know. They've lost two on the road, and uh, they've played some tough games. Every game in the Big 12 is a tough game. Um, I would say that the underachieving team would be Texas. They're three and five in the conference, uh, for sure. Oklahoma, after their blitz start, has uh, won only three of seven Big 12 games. Texas Tech, the only one-loss team. Houston and Iowa State, both with two losses. Kansas, TCU, Kansas State, and Baylor with three losses. Boy, what a conference. It's good. What a conference. You, if, you like, if you like parody, you really like it, it's there. Well, I don't know that I like parody, but uh, it's hard to argue that uh, all of those teams aren't good and will play in the NCAA tournament, or at least a strong majority. Texas Tech, you can say, ah, they won't last. They have road wins at Texas and Oklahoma. That's That'll get you in. I mean, that's that's about all you need these days is a couple of quality road wins, and you're on your way. You, right, dudes? Are you going to get 10 teams in from the Big 12? Though? I don't think you'll get 10. I mean, you got eight in the top 25. And OU's 10th in the conference. They're tied at 3 and 4. I think if you go 500 in the Big 12, you'll get in. Now, that could it could end up being 10. Here are, the, here are the clinches so far, okay? Texas Tech, Houston, Iowa State, Kansas, TCU, Baylor, BYU, Oklahoma are all ranked. Uh, you got to feel like K-State, boy, they got a tough schedule. They've, they've been on the road here. They've got Oklahoma tonight. They got uh, – uh, 
I don't know. I don't know if K-State will get in. It's an uphill battle for K-State. Could be, although they're four and three right now. Just got to gotta hold serve. But, yeah, it's an unbelievable, unbelievably balanced conference that's welcoming Arizona in next year. Not bad. No, not bad at all. As well as Utah, which is a good program. And our friend Tad Boyle's bringing the Colorado Buffs over. And Arizona State, who's, you know, not a traditional power, but they've certainly had their moments. What, what moment did they have? They had James Harden. Uh, in the last century. They had, you know, isn't Bobby Hurley their coach? And they weren't they pretty good last year or the year well, before? Well, you know what? I'm going to have to look. I'm not sure you're on the right track. But there. Arizona State is not a team that you can just, you know, uh, whitewash and throw them away. Arizona, Oregon, Colorado are the top three in the Pac-12 right now. Arizona State, 5-4 and four in the conference, 11-9 and nine overall. They have only one ranked team right now. Yeah, not a good conference. As good as they were in football, and they're supposed to be a basketball conference. Well, that looks to be different, but they're not even going to be a conference here pretty soon. It's all did, you he- did you hear that uh, on the broadcast the other day, the other night, the USC-UCLA game that Bill Walton was doing color, and he started talking about the theft of the Jackie statue? I did not. Isn't that something? What did he say exactly? I have it in a recording. Somebody sent it to me. Uh, but he talked about it for a little bit. Said he just couldn't believe it. Uh, I, I don't know, man. It's wild. It's taken on a life of its own. There's no question about it. It has taken on a life it's, of its own. But it's good to see that everybody's kind of behind everybody in there. It just seems weird that of all places, something like this could happen. Not only does it happen here, but it happens to you. Uh, and it's just weird. And our organization. Right, I guess. Just to it. me. Um, but... But that statue would not be standing if it weren't for you. I, I mean, I know you'll never say that. Well, no, I won't say that. Uh, but uh, we had a good effort to get that made and produced, and uh, it was a dream come true. I will say that. It was a dream come true, and, and we did it. Uh, the fact that it was done uh, in partnership with John Parsons, a guy I grew up with in Derby. My goodness, I went to grade school with the kid. Uh, the fact that he built and modeled that statue, and uh, and then sadly he passed away in 2022, uh, but we still have we still have the mold, and uh, we're going to get it reproduced. There you go. That's it. We'll take a break. When we come back, it is the three man booth today. I can't wait for the game now uh, because I want to win it as badly as I've ever wanted to win a game. Oh, I can imagine. Good luck. Well, I'm, I'm taking you on, Duda. I know, and I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. Once I get in this chair, I ain't getting up till 4 o'clock. We'll uh, have some NFL discussion. want to get your thoughts on the games over the weekend and, of course, the Super Bowl. It's now a two-man race in the picks between yours truly and Jeff. Not uh, just a race. You're neck and neck. Week. You're, you're catching Max. Max is. I'm not surprised. The wheels have come off. Well, for Max, it's going to happen. Break. We'll be back in a moment. We'll talk some high school basketball.
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. This is the Bob and Jeff Show on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Uh, Tashambi Phillips joins us. He is the girls' basketball coach at Wichita South. They uh, went up to Topeka over the weekend, and they they brought home a first-place trophy. Tashambi, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. So it's midseason, and that's kind of when you want to see your team uh, maybe playing close to its best. It sounds like you guys are there. Do you agree? Yes, sir. I, I do agree. Uh, we still have some work to do. Um, but, uh, you know, we uh, we talked about that before we went to the midseason tournament uh, to start playing our best basketball right now. And um, I feel like we we got closer there. As a coach, you're never going to be satisfied with the with the play. And uh, once you get comfortable, they get comfortable. So we don't ever want to be comfortable. <clears throat> So tell us about that experience in Topeka, not just on the floor where you beat three Topeka teams, including uh, Topeka Seaman at their at their home gym and then Topeka Washburn Rural, which has won some state championships, as has South, obviously, uh, but uh, also in Topeka in, the, in that championship game. So on the floor and then and then off the floor, how the team bonded. Uh, I know getting to uh, go on those uh, postseason or midseason tournament trips can always be a good experience. So what was it like for your team? Uh, it was great. Um, the girls uh, really bonded away from the court, and you, it showed on the court during the games. Uh, they enjoyed each other's company. Um, they, we, you know, they hung out. They played games together. We all had team meals every night, um, and um, you know, and then it, it, it translated over to the court when we started playing. And you could just see um, when we would get down in those games. We didn't get rattled. We didn't get, um, um, you know, where we wasn't uncomfortable or anything like that. They kept their composure and uh, and just uh, brought it on home down the stretch. And I was uh, so very proud of them. Well, why don't you give us a little rundown of some of the girls and uh, who's really stood up for you this year? Um, um, 
as uh, always, my captains, uh, Zion Butler and uh, Ramaya Kennedy, um, they have really uh, forged ahead as leaders and uh, kept the girls on balance all season long. Uh, Zion is, uh, she actually passed a thousand points uh, at the uh, tournament. Uh, and, um, and it's just great to watch a kid like that uh, get that accomplishment. She's been here South my whole four years. Uh, Ramai Kennedy has just been a vocal leader on and off the court. And um, right now, uh, Mahogany Butler is, uh, she's really stepping up and playing her best basketball that I've seen her play since she's been here for three years. Talking uh, to Shambay Phillips, the girls basketball coach at Wichita South. So I know we had you on before you played Heights last time, and uh, you were so ready to go on that one, off to a very good start. You'd won your first three games comfortably, and then Heights uh, kind of kind of thwarted you a little bit. You've got them coming up a week from today after your game against Cape and Mount Carmel tonight. You feel like you're better positioned now that you've seen Heights play. You've uh, beaten a team that that beat Heights in Washburn Rural. You feel like your girls are more confident in a week going into that game, or do you even think about Heights? Um, of course we think about them, but you know we don't, uh, you know, put all of our focus on Heights. Uh, we take one game at a time. Uh, tonight we play Capen, and uh, that's the game that we're worried about right now. We get through Capen, and then we'll turn our focus to Heights. Um, and uh, get there. Uh, as always, when we plug go into any game, we're confident and uh, ready to play any game. Uh, you know, sometimes the ball just don't bounce uh, bounce your way or things just don't go your way. Uh, we did go into that game without one of my better players when we did play them the first time. So we should be at full status. Uh, God forbid any uh, injuries tonight. And, um, you know, um, let's uh, let's see where the chips fall next time. So I saw on Facebook where you got uh, some cra- uh, some congratulations from Antoine Scales, who had coached at South previously, obviously won four state championships now as a, an assistant at Wichita State. So do you know him well? Do you have a, a, any previous connection to, to South High before you started uh, becoming the coach there? Uh, yes. Antoine Scales is actually my, my mentor. Um, he has been um, a, a calming ear. For me, a calming uh, voice for me. Um, uh, you know, I really love that like that guy to death. He's always had positive things to say to me. Well, even when the chips were down, when I first started, and you know, I would get frustrated. I would call him and I would talk to him, and he would just say, "Hey, trust the process. Just trust the process. You know what you're doing. Just keep at it. Keep grinding." And uh, I couldn't be more appreciative to have him as a friend, a mentor and a guide uh, when things get tough for me. Well, what are, give us a little background on yourself. How did you end up there? What's the story? Where did you go to high school? Where did you play? And, and just give us a little background on yourself. Um, um, I, uh, I'm originally from Arkansas. I think we talked about this the last time when I was on. I'm originally from Arkansas. Uh, went to high school at a little bitty town uh, in Hope, Arkansas. Uh, you know, and uh, just – I just grew up as a student and loving the game and just being around the game all my life. Uh, my brothers played, my brothers played uh, basketball, football. So and I just was brought up playing and um, it was just one of those things that um, 
that just stuck with me. And then when I got the opportunity to be able to coach um, here in Wichita, I just jumped on it and uh, found out that I just really had a passion for it, you know? Well, that's awesome. The passion uh, can uh, do great things. Uh, so, Capen, tonight, you've, uh, you've, you're coming off a tournament win. You talked about how you don't want the, your players to start to think more of themselves than is, than is appropriate. So how confident is your team, and how do you – you know, we know you, you all do the X's and O's stuff, but how do you handle a team through three months when there's some ups and downs and you lose a game to Heights, you lose a game to Bishop Carroll, you come back, you get better – you win a tournament in Topeka against some really good teams. How do you handle all that? Um, like I said, it comes from the leadership within the team. And, um, you know, any coach knows that if you have veteran leadership, it becomes easier as, as a coach because the things that you've been preaching for the three or four or five years that – you have been the coach at that particular school, those kids are finally starting to catch on. So once some a little bit of adversity hits, they're able to kind of guide the younger ones so that they don't fall apart and just keep the team together and just keep moving forward and be willing to learn when it's time to get in the gym and learn. So uh, it makes it easier to have players like Zion and, and Mahogany and, and, and Ramaya uh, on the team to just kind of keep everything, keep the glue together. So you said you kind of take it one one game at a time. You focus on the game ahead. So I'll ask you kind of a general question because you're playing Capen tonight. Do you get do you get up more for the games against private schools? Is that something you take personally at all? Do you like playing those games? Uh, we love playing anybody. Uh, we don't get up. We don't get too high for one game. We don't get too low for one game. Uh, we try to keep it even keel. Uh, it doesn't matter to us, uh, you know, who's in front of us. We just know we have to go out there and play play good basketball and uh, and keep the game in front of us, and, and it doesn't matter who it is. Uh, I tell the girls all the time, hey, they put their uniform on just like you do. So we let's go out here and make the best team win. All right. We appreciate it, Tashambe, except for uh, asking you about your background. We uh, we had covered that ground earlier. Uh, the Canadian no. Jason Duda, who uh, does this show with us, was not on that previous show. Oh, okay. So I just wanted yeah. to know. But, of course, my, my two companions here don't say anything. They just like to make fun of me after we're done. I hope you find your way to forgive him, Tashambe. Oh no, 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 no! I was just, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't know who was asking. It's okay. The question. I was just answering it. Yep. It's Not okay. They won't let me forget it. They won't let me forget it. So you'll be all right. So we'll get you on again as you uh, get ready for the state tournament, and uh, we'll ask you about Hope, Arkansas. Okay. All righty, that'll work, sir. <laughs> Thanks so much. We appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. There you go, Tashambi Phillips from Wichita South, their girls. You know I'm going to throw you under the bus if I get an opportunity. Well, why wouldn't you? Well, it's, I it's, was curious because I wasn't here, so I didn't get to hear the well, story last Jeff time. Jeff was here, and he didn't remember. I us. didn't remember us having him on the show, so that's uh, of course we did. Pretty upsetting, and I right before the Heights game. I well, yeah, I uh, apologize. Well, it is what it is. Uh, I like the guy. He's awesome. Yeah, I really like the guy, and I, when we hope they uh, continue to, to do well.
Vahe Gregorian joins us, the uh, sports columnist, one of two, from the Kansas City Star. Meanwhile, the Wichita Eagles sitting there uh, with no no sports columnist. Vahe, why don't you come down and work in Wichita? Well, I, I don't know if this is uh, exactly the, the same thing you're saying, but it, it, at least I believe some of the things I write end up in the paper in Wichita, so I don't know they if that do. counts. But <laughs> they do, and we appreciate it. Got to settle for a, a satellite, uh, satellite stuff. I'm sorry to say, but um, boy, we could do a whole riff on uh, the state of the business, huh? But uh, that's not why you. Yeah, have me that'll that'll depress me even more. So I don't want to. Do, I don't want to go there. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's talk about the Chiefs. They went into Buffalo and won. That's impressive enough. But I think everybody thought ball. I think everybody thought this looked like Baltimore's year. They had been playing so well, so good, both uh, sides of the football. Lamar Jackson with an MVP season. And here the Chiefs go into Baltimore and just take the life out of that place, man. That was uh, that was impressive. Well, it's funny you say that. One of the thoughts I had coming out of the weekend was, you know, the Chiefs have been heartbreakers for 50 years, 60, 70 years, whatever the length of their franchise. It's just that now they do it to other teams' fans instead of their own. And – I, I tell you, Baltimore was hosting its first AFC championship since 1971. I do think there was a little bit of a sense of it's just time or they're, they, you know, they've been anointed. And I do think they were, they were absolutely the best team during the season. I didn't, I, I, I thought that, that, that Baltimore would win, but I certainly didn't dismiss the, the chance the Chiefs could or even, even would, um, even would just because, the, the, the key point here is what we saw in the game, um, meeting the moment. And, and having been in the moment helps you meet the moment. And there's just something a little bit different about Patrick Mahomes than Lamar Jackson. So, Vahe, this game is February 11th against the 49ers. It's Super Bowl 58. All of those numbers, 211, 4958, add up to 13. Taylor Swift's lucky number. Is this destiny? Oh, brother. Is, is oh. this destiny? Is it destiny? <laughs> I can't believe I'm listening to this. Um, it, it, it's funny. We could all have fun with numbers. The, the one that a neighbor sent me last night was that they should uh, – you would hope that the Chiefs would win Super Bowl 58 with this great defense that would be a reflection of the uh, legacy of Derek Thomas, number 58. Fun with numbers. Um and, you know, one other numbers thing I, I feel like I need to say back to that is something I learned a few years ago that uh, accountants like to say, if you torture the numbers long enough, you get them to testify to anything. So if the 13 from that means something to you, I think that's what matters. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> I got to ask about this defense. You know, years prior, the defense has been okay, but everything always rested on Mahomes. Talk about this defense. I mean, the plays they made last game and just all year is—is is this game going to come down to the defensive side of the ball instead of Patrick Mahomes? Well, here's the thing that I think is different. It's not just that it comes down to the defensive side; it's that it's entwined in a different way than we've seen. Um, the Chiefs have had some offensive limitations this year. They were mistake-prone. They didn't have uh, the receiving core that they've had in the past, or at least not as productive. Um, more drop passes than anybody in the NFL. So they started, in essence, contouring their game to this. And we saw moments against Baltimore that reflected that, right? The offense got Baltimore on its heels uh, in the first half. Um, 
But then you'd have to say Patrick uh, Mahomes sort of went into game management mode um, in the second half because they know the defense is uh, salty enough that it, you don't want to take unnecessary gambles. So um, I think one of the defining moments of the game, it's hard to believe we're talking about it this way, but Andy Reid even pointed it out the other day. Um, in, with about six and a half minutes left, instead of trying to throw the ball away or you know make a little bit of a desperation pass that might you know typically end up in a, in a magical Mahomes moment, um, Mahomes decided to take a sack. And why did he do that? Because he wanted the clock to keep running. And lo and behold, um, you take the sack, don't take the risk. Uh, the Ravens have to call their first time out. And that plays out into the final couple minutes when the Chiefs really had to just get one first down to end the game. So there's an aspect of complementary football that they're playing now because of the quality of the defense. One last thing on the defense, I just say this is, you know, they had such good, uh, such a good draft last year with so many young players um, like, you know, Karloftis and uh, Brian Cook and McDuffie, all these guys. And um, that enabled them to have some continuity going into this year that they haven't really had. Almost all these guys are back, but then they also had just perfect supplementary um, free agent pickups with Mike Edwards, Amenahue, and Drew Tranquil, and guys that um, were really essential in this and that were fast learners. So they, they are playing more schemes, playing them faster. Spagnuolo's got com- complicated defenses, and the result is that they're – you know, one of the couple of best defenses in the NFL. Talking now with Vahe Gregorian from the Kansas City Star. So now I'm of the opinion that as good as San Francisco is, I can't even wrap my head around the possibility uh, that a team quarterback by Brock Purdy, and he's a fine quarterback, uh, can beat a team quarterback by Patrick Mahomes. I know they have a stout defense, except uh, – They didn't look so stout in the first half against Detroit. I know they have a lot of weapons offensively. How do you look at this game? Can guys like Christian McCaffrey and and Kittle and and some of their other uh, stars, Debo Samuel, can they make up that difference and make this uh, a a game that they could win? You know, I just just don't know that answer. I mean, it's – I think it'll be a great game. I think that uh, the 49ers will will have ways to um, to throw the defense off balance. I mean, I think they're they're they'll be well schemed. They've got the right sorts of talents. Um, I think you know. Let's see. It was a 20. I guess the Chiefs gave up 27 points in one game, and other than that, no more than 24. You know, they've given up a total of uh, 10 points in the second half in the three postseason games. They, they seem to get better through the game, the Chiefs do. So I think the defense will be what it's been. It's been consistent over the whole season that way. Uh, I think the 49ers will be a different kind of challenge. Um, but I, I, if you asked me to predict who'd win right now, I guess I'd lean Chiefs, but kind of think of it more as a coin toss. Um, this is a, a minor thing. It's just symbolic. But I, I guess the 49ers have come back from double digits to win both their postseason games. Um, the only team that's ever done that all the way through was the Chiefs, uh, who, whose rally against the 49ers by double digits you know, four years ago was uh, the, the, the Super Bowl triumph. So maybe the 49ers have a little of that DNA and, and mojo and 
Um, but I, I find it hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in this circumstance. I don't mean to stay on the it couple, but I will ask you about Travis Kelsey unrelated to uh, Taylor Swift. What does this postseason performance do for his future? I mean, we don't think he'll retire, but is that on the table if they win the Super Bowl with his brother retiring, all the stuff he can and probably will do off the field? Or, you know, is that uh, is that not a possibility? Oh, I think it's a possibility. Whether it's a probability, I, I just can't answer that. You know, Travis has given different answers when asked at different times about this question. And, you know, when he spent a leisurely day or so, whatever it was, with the Wall Street Journal, he, he made it a point of telling the Wall Street Journal that he thinks about retiring more than anybody would ever realize. Meanwhile, we've asked him about it several times, and he makes it sound like, well, there's no way he's going to retire. Um, I do think his appearance on Saturday Night Live last year let him know that he could have a show business career if he if he wants that. I think he's further into the entertainment world now, obviously, with uh, what he's done on the podcast and even with, with Taylor. It's just hard to know. I, I think the one thing we do know is he'll have options. And, um, you, you know, do you, do you leave in the middle of what seems like a dynasty if, if you don't have to? I, I would find that hard to walk away from. Um, what, what's an interesting question is, is it harder to walk away if they win or if they lose? I, I just don't know. But I think anybody that thinks they know that's not in his inner circle is, is only guessing. It seems far more likely to me that he's back than not. But I wouldn't rule out that he's not back. Well, back to the game and, and not Taylor. Um, Didn't ask about Taylor. Well, you kind of did, and that's just where I'm going with this. Is San Francisco going to just try to take away Kelsey and Rice? You know, last week against Baltimore, uh, Mahomes throwing to them goes 19 of 20. If they yeah, take I those mean, two look, guys away, who's going to step up for who's going to step up for Kansas City? Look, it's a good question. Of course, uh, no no doubt they're going to try to take them away. Um, and the the issue for the Chiefs is what's funny is I mean they've blossomed more offensively by simplifying and you know, refining the amount of people, the number of people that they're really making a part of the game plan. But, um, look, this is effectively Andy Reid after a bye week. He's got a pretty remarkable track record in that. Um, and I think that they'll understand what the 49ers will be trying to take away. Uh, there's so many games within the games. I mean, I can't even say I've really studied them all at this point. But they're going to – I think it's reasonable to say they're going to need other players to – contribute in the in the past game and you know we've seen some big moments from Marquez Valdez Scantling in the postseason he had a, a big postseason last year uh, you know used in the right way that can that can be meaningful a guy that they get nice little bursts of production from is Justin Watson maybe he has a, a few more opportunities it's, it's hard to say it really depends also on how effective they are at shutting down shutting down Kelsey and Rice I mean most teams go into games trying to shut down Kelsey and Rice, and most can't succeed. Lahe Gregorin, our final moments. I got a question for you. We talked about this uh, yesterday on the show, and it asks you to look into the future, uh, not just this year's Super Bowl, but in the next season and maybe beyond that. What AFC team, now that uh, the Chiefs have dispatched of Buffalo, they've dispatched of Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati had a down year with Joe Burrow's injury, uh, you've got the Chargers now with uh, Jim Harbaugh coming. You've got Sean Payton in Denver. Uh, you've got Jacksonville. You've got all the teams that are good. 
Uh, what AFC team is best positioned to put an end to this Chiefs dynasty thing? Is there one? I would still suggest Baltimore might be, but the problem the, the problem for Baltimore, as it is with, with Buffalo, probably not so much with Cincinnati, but Baltimore and Buffalo, I think the Chiefs are in their heads at this point, and um, particularly Buffalo. And getting over that hump is one of those things that's like, boy, it's hard to get over that hump until you actually do, and then that changes things. That's why I was, for the Chiefs, I, I thought – this, the last game had more consequences to it than maybe just the one game in itself. I mean, I, I think if, if the Ravens had beaten the Chiefs, you're now talking about Lamar Jackson having as many MVPs as Mahomes, having a chance to win you know, his first Super Bowl, but kind of ending the spell the Chiefs have had over, over uh, them, I and mean, they've had great success against them. And instead, it's just kind of, no, you, you, we're putting you guys back in the box over there. We, we're still in charge. So I don't think that means that they're – not capable of knocking them off. And you're right, all the other things you just mentioned, I mean, there's going to be more people coming at them. But, um, you know, if you win four out of six, you get to six straight AFC championship games, you win four out of six, you dispatch different teams along the way. I'd say, you know, somebody else is going to have to prove that they can do it, not not that the Chiefs uh, aren't, aren't motivated to keep showing what they can do, but, I mean, somebody's going to have to show they can do it. All right, good stuff. We didn't even get into anything else but the Chiefs, but what is there but the Chiefs right now, Bye. Thank <laughs> you so right. much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. We'll talk to you again before long. All right, Bahe Gregorian, sports columnist, Kansas City Star. Uh, we'll come back. We'll talk some more about that game. It's not for another 12 days, but we might as well talk about it today. Almost and then, 13 days, right, and, and then give it a little respite. Not quite 13. Not quite. Due to have trouble with days? What do you? No, it was 13 again, but he's trying to use his number thing is all he's doing. I didn't even get it. I remember the 13th. Oh, it's a long sort story. Of. And if we get into this now. It was insulting to ask the esteemed Vahe Gregorian that question. I enjoyed it. I think it's funny. He ne- he'll never think the same of you. 49ers, 58. I mean, it's all there. It's I mean, it's in the stars, right? I believe I was told this is her 13th Chiefs game. Who told up. you this? Oh, I saw some stuff on Facebook. So, so you weren't told. No, I wasn't. So you're lying. I was told by the people who made the Facebook video. You talked about this with the World Series too. We'll take in Arizona, it. and it didn't work. No, I didn't. So, oh, the stars were aligning with all from the same year and dates and everything. Yeah, Stop we'll it. we'll pick this up. Stop that was, to the that break. was a good one. <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening today, everyone. We'll be back. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.